Okay. I am uh, here at WABE, and uh, I'm about to go into my interview. Obviously, I can't record in there. Because that would be really rude and really dumb. Uh, really kind of productive for me. Got to pay attention. I've studied up on the on the company. I know my history. I know everything I need to know. I've printed out all the resumes and cover letters I need. I would say that I'm not nervous, but I am kind of nervous because this is this is make or break for me for a real job. Not, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm young and I can get a job, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, just this is something really special that I do think I could uh, do well at and have in my life. And I would love to have this job. So if anybody from WABE is listening to this free interview talk, (laughs) uh, you know, just uh, help me out. Help a brother out, you know, just uh, say, hey, he was he seemed nice. He seemed like a nice guy. You guys met him finally after... (laughs) After 33 days of badgering, <laughs> this is 35, this is 35 actually. You know what, I'm gonna fix my tie. <laughs> Nervous, jittering, trying to fix the tie. There's a man in his truck. I don't know what he's doing. There's a train honking its horn. All right, my tie was a little bit long. So I am fixing it right now. All right. You got this, handsome. Here we go. Walk it up. It's an old, now, if you've never been to the PBA WABE building, it's an older-looking building. This is a distinguished. Reminds me of my grandmother's house. <laughs> All right, I'm at the front door. I'll see you guys on the other side. Send good vibes. Just finished the interview. It was about 30 or 40 minutes. We talked. I'm going to be honest, I probably could have talked all day. (laughs) I don't want to take up their time. That would have been rude of me to just... just (laughs) I did did ask a couple of questions. I did the things that I was supposed to do. I smiled. I waved. You know, much like the penguins in the Madagascar movies. I smiled and waved. I acted as I should have. Shut up, car. <laughs> I acted as I should have. Uh, and now we just play the waiting game. They said they're looking to hire soon, so hopefully, uh, you know, get a little something in there. Uh, but I guess the only thing to do now is to just keep making the podcast and keep uh, earning this uh, menial minimum wage. <laughs> Oh, God. Not only do I really want this job, but I need a job <laughs> very badly. <laughs> uh, no, but I'm, I'm excited that that happened. We had a good talk. It was a really good chat. I don't know why, why is it taking so long for me to get to the main crux of this? It was a good chat, uh, and I hope they liked me. I liked them. They were nice people. I uh, answered all their questions. I didn't, have, I, didn't, I didn't stutter. I didn't say uh too much, which is good, which means I had my head on straight. My hair looked great. I even dropped, I even dropped knowledge about the dating show I was on. 
that aired what a, a year ago, something like that. Two years ago, two years ago. No, a year ago. I don't know when time works. Well, I don't know when time works, but now it's uh, and I gotta go walk a walk a couple of stupid dogs. Not two stupid dogs. There's a couple of stupid dogs. <laughs> My TV show. All right, this is enough. This is this is why the application is so long already because I'm talking for 19 minutes. I'm just go on riffs and tangents and whatnot. But really, I do hope I get the job. Okay. All right. Uh, this is uh, back to you, Studio Chad. <laughs> I'm going to forget the transition. <laughs> and we're going to start just like that. Welcome back to the Application Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. And that was a weird way to pronounce podcast. And if you didn't know, this is the only podcast where the host sits down in front of a microphone and says, hey, WABE, I think I'd be good at this job. And that's pretty much what I told them today when I went to my interview. Yes, today was the day, the very big, exciting day that I've been waiting for, for, uh, let's call it four weeks, five weeks now, five weeks now, maybe it feels like, it feels like it's been two years, <laughs> but, uh, this is the, this is, the, this is it, this, it happened today. It was great. I did a really good job. I don't know what I did with the, <laughs> the audio at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> I, I think I know what I did. Uh, so yeah, you heard me, you heard me go in, you heard me come out. <laughs> And now this is the aftermath, much like straight out of Compton telling the tale of the NWA rap band, Ice Cube, EZE, Dr. Dre, Yella, DJ Yella, and the other fella I keep forgetting. Who is it? I don't think that matters. So there's five of them. And when they broke apart, Dr. Dre created a a new label called Aftermath. This is, I mean, unlike unlike that, it was. We're not breaking apart. We're hoping to come together. But this is the aftermath of. That was a very long walk just to get to this part. So I made a meal of it, and you're welcome. And that is what we call content. Uh, welcome. Well, this is the episode uh, where I talk about the uh, the uh, the interview that I had. It was great. It was wonderful. I arrived on time. I walked in. I sat down. I'll describe, I'll describe minute by minute. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no one's listening to this show. <laughs> Check out the Constitutionals podcast. <laughs> okay, so uh, I, I walked in there. I walked into the, uh, to the, to the studio, to the studio, to the building. I was recording until, oh, up until I got to the door. Obviously, I did not record the interview. That's, that was, that'd be idiotic. Uh, I got up to the door. I uh, went in, talked to the nice woman that I'd, I'd, I'd spoken to several times before, where I came in, I gave her my resume. She remembered me once again. <laughs> Thank you for remembering me. Nice, nice person. She goes, oh, you're the guy who gave me the resume. <laughs> in her head, she's thinking, he finally made it good for him. I don't know why I made her a 1920s mobster. <laughs> he finally did it. The kid did it. Ah, say. So it's going to blow right past that. Uh, she let me in. She took a, she took my picture, put it on a type of uh, badge. I smiled because it's nice to smile on those pictures. Also, the picture didn't come out too hot, but you know, it's fine. Went in there. I sat down in that lobby that I'd seen through these, these doors all these years, <laughs> all these past couple of weeks I've been thinking about. Finally, I sat down on that couch. You know, they were playing uh, some type of PBS station. Then 1A came on, my favorite NPR podcast, which I did talk about during the interview, uh, came on. 
over the over the speakers. I heard it. it was, uh, it's a it's a great radio show. I've never listened to it live on the radio. I've only listened to it on a podcast. But uh, you know, uh, I told them I told them that they asked if I listened to you know the radio shows, and I did, and I do. <laughs> I did. I stopped. No, I do. And it's, uh, and I just have to have to say, uh, I don't, but I don't listen to the radio all the time because, you know, I have, you know, podcasts on my phone. It's great. Uh, but I did tell them that every single car that I've had, I've had a Honda Mustang and a Honda Civic. And then now I have the Volt and every single one, I don't program the radio except for one to two stations, which are 90.1 and 88.5, which is the other NPR station in Atlanta. Uh, but we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that later. So, so during, so the interview was very interesting and in that, uh, I was in this big conference room. I was speaking with three people. One of them was over the phone. Uh, and we, you know, we had our, you know, we had our little introductions. Uh, first thing we talked about was the podcast and I did, I mentioned it. Yeah, I've been, I've been doing this, you know, it's a daily thing and I enjoy doing it. It's, it's very fun. <laughs> Love to get paid for it at some point. <laughs> but it's good to know that at least uh, someone besides me and the people I've been pestering to listen to it, uh, like my mother, who does not listen to this show, I have to <laughs> have to prompt her I'm like, hey, listen, check it out. <laughs> please, mommy, please. <laughs> oh, boy. So we so we did that and then we got past that and then we went right into basically the the gist of the position and then what what I would, you know, what my role would be at ABE, should I be hired, and what they're looking for. And they told me they told me the history of, which is really appreciated, the history of Barry Truths is their uh their story-based podcast. they I guess I don't want to I don't want to liken it to serial, but as uh, their serial essentially. But it's like they have they have actors, they have their reenactments. Check out check out the, the episodes. Uh, I listened to the first one, but check out the episodes and they have they have all these different things that make it stand out. And what I really appreciated during the interview is when I, I learned that they're not in the business. Mostly be, it might be a little monetary thing, it might be a creative thing. Uh, but from what I gather, you know, they're, they're not into, you know, creating something just for the heck of doing it and then putting it out there. Uh, they're in they They have this model of we're going to we're going to do this. We're going to do it right. And it's going to be of the utmost importance. Uh, I, I didn't I don't know if I said this out loud, but as soon as uh, one of the one of the people I was talking to said that I was thinking, oh, it's like HBO, <laughs> just like HBO, which is true. I mean, HBO, <laughs> they don't. You know, if you look at HBO versus uh, Netflix, which are the only two networks, I guess, essentially the premium networks battling out, uh, you would think, you know, until Amazon gets that Lord of the Rings TV show and uh, until Hulu gets a comedy that they can keep on for more than two years, uh, you <laughs> a dig at Hulu <laughs> that no one heard. So, but well, when you look at uh, Netflix and uh, HBO, HBO is, they tend to put out, uh, they don't put out as many shows, obviously, as Netflix does. Uh, Netflix is more of an acquirer than building from the ground up, which is true. They they just acquired the Great British Bake Off, and it's not their show. They just acquired it, and now they're just putting out new episodes. Um, you know, people, you know, but for HBO, they will be behind you every single day. I hear Mark Duplass talk about it, and I, I will get back to the interview, I promise, <laughs> but uh, I was listening to... Dak Shepard's podcast 
armchair expert today and Mark Duplass was on and I love Mark Duplass. He was on, you made it weird. Go listen to that episode of you made it weird with Pete Holmes. Definitely check it out and also check out Jay Duplass's episode. Mark, I love the Duplass brothers. Uh, but Mark Duplass was talking about how he saw there's an HBO show called animals It's animated, hilarious, a bunch of alternative comedians voicing these animals, uh, in New York city. It's, it's so, so funny. And the two creators, uh, Mike and Phil, they were just making these little shorts, these animal shorts that are essentially the show in their apartment in New York for $17 an episode. And then, uh, uh Jay and Mark saw it and said, this is amazing. Uh, Mark said, I'm going to, I'll fly you guys out. You live in, in California and you'll make this show. I'll pay for an apartment and we'll shop it around to Sundance and then, or to festivals. And then HBO saw them bought two years of the show and they've been doing everything ever since. Uh, that show did get canceled at the end of the third season <laughs> that just aired a couple of weeks ago. And, and I watched every single episode. I love that show so much, but they did it. And uh, and you know, not every HBO show has the, not even every show, not even every show has that same story, but that is the quality of, of, in which that HBO works, you know, but for Netflix, they're, you know, they're buying things and then put it up and then say, is that good? I don't know. You know, they're throwing, I use this analogy all the time. Uh, the best, the best way to paint a wall is to get a brush and the paint, you know, get a roller and a paint. Netflix is grabbing a can of paint and they're just going to an empty wall and just throwing the paint at the wall. Some of it sticks, some of it hits the floor, some of it hits the ceiling. And that's exactly how it is. That being said, I do have several scripts. I would love to send the Netflix. So Ted Sarandos, if you are listening to this episode, he's, he's an executive, he's a guy, CEO or CFO, something like that. So anyway, <laughs> there we go. So back to the interview. That's how, that's how uh, WAB is. Uh, that's what I, that's the, that's the gist that I picked up. That's not them saying that, but as the gist I picked up that, uh, they are the HBO. They are trying to find what's new and what's, and what can work and what'll work for not just a smaller niche audience, but for an audience of people around the world. Cause everybody, there's so many people listen to all of these different shows. Uh, and then one of the, one of the, I think the very same person in that same uh, kind of speech was talking about how they liken themselves. They, they, uh, they would talk to other public radio stations. I have to be careful about this because uh, I did a long time, not a long time ago, like while still doing news on the website uh, for C plus comedy, I'd say about a year ago, some change. Uh, WNYC had sent me some press stuff. They've been sending me some press stuff. I haven't seen them. They haven't sent me stuff in a long time. Uh, but, uh, one of the things they sent me was this story, uh, not a story. It was, uh, they had a podcast for kids coming out, something like that. I, a kid, like two kids based podcasts. And I mistake mistakenly, I referred to them as an arm of NPR. And then, uh, the HR, the PR person got back to me, sorry, came back to me and said, Hey, no, 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 not NPR, not NPR, just public radio brother. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. So I had to change that in the following role, pre-rolls, pre-rolls, whatever, mid-rolls that I did. Mid-rolls a company, it's a podcasting company. Well, they're not a podcasting, they own their marketing. Anyway, just who cares? Back to the interview. So that was, so that's, that's what I got from them. And that was a very, that was a good thing to hear. Um, you know, versus I remember my interview for XIA, it was with, with my, my original manager, it was just so haphazard. I think, and I was left in an office, uh, for part of it. (laughs) And, and, uh, there were people I didn't meet. 
uh, which was really strange. You know, every job I've gotten, I've had, I've met everybody up front. Um, if I sound weird or my voice sounds a little bit deeper than usual, I went to a wedding this weekend and I screamed my butt off <laughs> as you typically do at weddings. <laughs> so, uh, my throat is a little bit, a little bit scratchy. So there you go. But I do sound a little bit sultry and sexy, but also during the interview, I don't, I took a lot of notes. I just, I don't feel like I grabbed my book bag and looking at them. Uh, but we did talk about the positions and one of the thing, oh, the position and one of the things, one of the big areas of the job would be working on the uh, story core and story core. If you don't know, is a show segment <laughs> where people one to two to, you know, however many people, not, not more than five. It doesn't matter who cares about the numbers yet are telling these stories and uh, they're really done well. One thing I did not know is that these stories can go up to like an hour long, and then we have to. And then the 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 one of the one of the aspects of the job is to cut down the hour long, forty five minute hour long talk to three to four minutes. And so that's a diff- that's a different aspect that I do. I really do like the challenge of trying to par down what a story is and what it could be. Uh, people ramble, people tend to ramble <laughs> and as, as evidenced by this show, I ramble all the time, but you know, I got half an hour to fill and this show does not have to be half an hour because no one set the precedent for that. But I, uh, but that's definitely something to think about in terms of working, uh, doing this position. I think, but I think, I mean, it sounds it's ever, I was not deterred. You know, at most jobs, when I do, when I have, when I interview, it's all, it, I always, you know, something happens, something's said, and I go, really? <laughs> uh, it, it was, I was, well, also, what was really important is, uh, you know, besides me being the first person they talked to, you know, I got, I got, I set the level, I, I set the bar, I hope it was high. Uh, one of the, one of the, what was I going to say? It, <laughs> I felt good. You know, when I, when I was at, when I did the XI interview, I was nervous. I had to uh, uh, pee so many times, you know, uh, and uh, and I and I had I don't think I, I don't know what I wore, but I don't think I felt good with what I wore this time. I had this I had this suit that I had. It's a very have. It's a very nice suit. Uh, it is off the rack. I am very broke, <laughs> but it's a very nice suit. Nice, uh, bright blue suit makes me feel good. Jacket fit and everything. I remember when I interviewed at I several a couple of times, not several, a couple of times. I think oh no, I've talked to CNN three times. I've interviewed physically there twice. A couple so the I believe I think it was the first time I actually got a physical interview. I had this this suit that was so ill fitting. The pants were a little bit too long. They're 3232 or 3230. In case you want to send me a pair of pants. I only wear chinos, please. No khakis. <laughs> Different color chinos. <laughs> um the jacket was a 44R and you know who helped me pick up that suit was my mom and my stepdad and they, and they're, and God bless them. God love them. They, uh, they're, they're, you know, in their fifties, uh, I jokingly say the late sixties and they get mad at me, but they're in their fifties and, and you know, uh, when, when they think this style is men wear shoulder pads and no one should wear shoulder pads. First of all, uh, men wear shoulder, except for football players, men wear shoulder pads in lacrosse. Players, and you know, anybody in a sport, <laughs> men wear shoulder pads. 
and uh, we wear these big boxy jackets and it's big and it's the late 90s fashion. That's not what the fashion is, especially not for me, because I, I hate clothes that are bigger than me. Uh, and so I and so I felt good in the suit. I was very confident. I answered all the questions that I needed to. I even asked a couple of questions. Uh, I get, I, I didn't, the the thing about the, I I remember on Friday, on Friday, I think back, uh, that I mentioned that I forgot to print out something, the, all the ideas I had, I think it's good to hold those at the hip, (laughs) you know? So, so, you know, if, and when I'm hired, uh, that's a big win. Hopefully, please. (laughs) I want this job so badly when I'm hired, I go in there. I got 22 ideas. We'll talk them over. Maybe five of them are good. Maybe five of them are good. And then we decide, okay, maybe this is the best one to go with right now. And then we start working on that idea. I think that'd be very interesting to see and very interesting to uh, contend with, to do, to just, I, I mean, I've, I'm really stuck on the whole niche plus world because I think that that is how uh, a lot of podcast companies should definitely work. We, we, uh, it was quickly mentioned how there, two things are quickly mentioned. Uh, how a there's a whole ton of murder mystery podcasts and that the that the whole that everything is it's oversaturated that genre and b how a bunch of companies started up their uh podcasting divisions only to have them be you know liquidated uh later on in the in the uh and you know a few years down the line which is very true i mean i really you know uh other than gimlet and, you know, somebody like an NPR or Earwolf, who I listen to, the company I listen to frequently, I'm going to grab my phone and definitely check out some other podcasts. Uh, there's a lot of, there are a lot of companies that had to, that failed because they just weren't good. And like Nerdist recently, I've, and I think back, uh, you know, before Chris Hardwick left earlier this year, he, I, I think, yeah, he left earlier in, in 2018. I think it was like January, February. Uh, because Lionsgate had bought Nerdist from him and it's, and that, that evolved from a blog website into a news website, much akin to IGN, except without all the video game stuff, interviews, well, the reviews, I'm sorry, reviews. So, uh, now we, so now Nerdist, I think, I think last month they got rid of all, they not got rid, they stopped doing podcasts. So, uh, Pete Holmes is, you made it weird. He's doing that on his own. Uh, Janet Varney's, uh, JV club. I don't, I believe that is defunct right now. Um, all of their podcasts are either, they're either dead or the people are taking them elsewhere. The same thing can be said about, uh, this is, this is kind of, uh, irrelevant to the news, um, or in the zeitgeist rather feral audio They're the person that founded that company, he was caught in a sex scandal and uh, then he went, then he went super crazy. And then everybody said, uh, not that sex scandal. He was an assault scandal rather. I'm sorry, an assault scandal. And he, and, and he went crazy uh, basically. And then uh, his name is Dustin, I believe. And uh, then, you know, all the podcasts, either people either canceled them or they moved off the platform and they disassociated with the company. Uh, and, uh, you know, and so that's how that that's, another company was formed, uh, to, and it picked up all of those other podcasts, which is good. Starburns industries, I believe picked them up, which is Dan, 
who's a who's a guy who does Harmon, Dan Harmon. So I, I believe that is his company, or he has some type of part in it. Anyway, so yeah, the, but that's definitely that is that is something to think about, to keep in the back of your mind, you know, as podcasts are being created as you make these these leaps into this and it's not a new, it's a new territory in terms of media but it's not a new territory because you know they're uh scott and the gal i believe that's what the show is called i want to definitely check that out uh scott and the gal and then uh that does not sound right nope that is not right i think it's it's something in the girl something in the girl was a podcast Kit and the girl. Anyway, uh, never not funny. Uh, WTF uh, Nerdist in some respects. A lot of these podcasts have been doing it since 2009 to 2010. You know, since I since uh, years ago, years ago, uh, podcasting is, you know, f- only 10 to 15 years old. And uh, these people have been doing it for a long time. <laughs> And they found they found their audience early on because they pioneered this technology and everything. And uh, but then now we have these new ones uh, again, like a serial, which, you know, uh, which boomed and opened up a new world and a new way for podcasts to be created. But then now we have all of these copycats that just aren't working or uh, they they just like missing Richard Simmons, which is one I oh boy. We have big issues with that, but I'm not going to talk smack about, I will talk smack about my previous employer. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's all jokes. It's all, I'm just being a critic, just being critical. I'm like the critic. I'm Jay Sherman. Uh, go watch that show. It's a wonderful show. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, but you have all these different shows that are uh, like a missing Richard Simmons that just don't pay off. They don't have a great buildup. They, they're, but they're produced well and they don't pay off. And you're kind of the butt of the joke. I've heard, you know, a lot of uh, podcasters, a lot of the, especially a lot of the original ones, just trash on uh, these these newer shows. Not newer shows. I'm sorry. Uh, these these shows that just like a mission Richard Simmons that just don't pay off well, or an S Town that just doesn't that just doesn't have the chops versus all of the other shows that they're producing. And so, and and one of my goals, you know, uh, should I get this job? And I will get the job because I'm very confident in myself. I I was told by my mom's friend and especially my mom too, to go in, be confident, not arrogant. And I said, okay, I'm never arrogant, but, uh, I do, but that I do, I do have to keep that in the back of my mind, especially as I do these shows. I know there's for C plus comedy, even there's a bunch of shows that I did. I didn't like, maybe I've written a couple of articles for something I wanted to do, not for something for a, uh, a type of show I wanted to do and they're out and they're still on the website, but they're not good. Uh, or I just didn't have time. Uh, or, you know, I just, it's just different, different factors for everything. There's a bunch of, there's a couple of video shows that I really wanted to do, uh, that I did, I did pilots for, and I put them up and then I thought too much work. Uh, no, not too much work, too much work for no money. First of all, no, but, uh, that's how most of my life is. Um, like on comedy, on comedy is the, I, I, you know, anyway, Go to go to youtube.com slash people's comedy. I produced three episodes of a show called on comedy, which is the a long form documentary show, which is really fun to do. Uh, it just took a lot of time for not enough return. Uh, I did a documentary about finding a Nintendo switch in Atlanta when it was hard to find Nintendo switches around the world. And I eventually found one and that was a good, and that's like the, that's like one of the top performing videos for that stupid YouTube page. 
It did well. A couple thousand, no big deal. <laughs> I didn't turn on ads because uh, there's no use. There's no point in doing that. So that's definitely something you have to keep in the back of your mind because those those 22 episodes, uh, sorry, the 22 show ideas I had, it's really 20 because one of them is one of the bullet points is just live show. <laughs> And I don't know what that means, but one of the, one of the 22, uh, 20, 20 or so bullet points that I have, you know, one of them could be a hit and then the other 21 could just be garbage. It's, uh, and yeah, but you gotta be, you have to be willing to take the chance to, to go out there and put the idea out and to test it and to really, really try it and, 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 and look down and say, uh, what's working, what's not. One thing about uh, WABE, though, is that I really I really liked is hearing about is how they uh, for Barry Truths, that podcast, uh, they did a focus focus group and they, they had people listen to it, heard what they liked and they didn't like. And then they scrapped it and started over. That's very endearing. That's something that I think a lot of a lot of people should really look into, uh, you know, including myself. But that's how, and then that's how things evolve. So like, especially with this podcast, this podcast has turned from uh, me reading a piece of paper, a script into, and, and me trying hard to, in the, well, I think it was like episode three where I, where I tried to cover three stories at once <laughs> and it was just so haphazard to me, you know, in episode four, just going, Hey, I'm going to go long form now. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to talk because I'm good at that part. But I'm also good at planning. And that's how the constitutionals run. I'm very good at planning. That's how news time runs. I'm very good at planning. Very organized person. Some people think it's annoying. I think it's a not annoying. Not annoying is what I should have gone with. And not a not annoying. But I am very. And then and one thing I also want to talk about was they asked, you know, they asked uh, in so many words, um, what, what, what. Besides the podcast, what am I good at and what am I not good at or what's something that you don't know about me and uh, and what could I improve on in the work area? I, I'm not asking this in the right way, but what am I good? What, what do I think I'm good at? And then what am I think I'm not good at? I said, I'm good at uh, putting together. I'm good at producing. I'm good at uh, putting together the interviews, making sure things run smoothly, being organized on stuff. But uh, one thing and I was really trepidatious about mentioning this SAT word, no big deal. I'm a writer, so I know big words, baby. <laughs> Shut up, Chad. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I did. I was. I was very. I was unsure. Again, trepidation. If I should mention this or not, I ended up mentioning it and said, "I know. I know small boards. I know how to. I know how to uh, work and bring in a, a Skype call and and do this and do that. Um, but I don't. But these big boards that you see, like a news director, work with." Uh, that's something I would have to have more hands on time with. I've, you know, obviously I've done, I did stuff like that. I I've done stuff like that in, uh, in college and, uh, not for radio, but like, you know, in college and I, you know, I'd, uh, mirrored, monitored, shadowed, that's the word shadowed, uh, a director or two at, um, the news station, but, I just gestured with my hand in complete silence as if somebody could see this, <laughs> but I, I fall, I've seen it done. I've seen the, uh, the big board be worked with 
And when I, when I say big board, I mean like a giant soundboard, you know, with all the levers and the slides and whatnot. I've seen, like I said, I've only worked with the small ones. I've only worked with a small one that is good for like online stuff. Uh, and by online stuff, I mean like I, when I first was hired at uh, XIA, I was taken over for somebody, somebody's position. Uh, and we were helping the, 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 the weather, the weather person, uh, had an online show for a little bit. And I believe uh, it was piloted. It was an online show just for a little bit to see how things would work. And, uh, you would, and he would just talk about the weather for an ex- like after the regular broadcast, talk about the weather for like 15 minutes. And we bring in Skype calls, bring in Facebook questions and comments, people, uh, taking pictures and stuff and add it to the Facebook page. It was really cool. And I was kind of just thrown in and I had to learn all that stuff really quick and had to queue them up and queue them out and bring in this music and bring up the online stuff. So I know how to work that. I know how to do it. I know how these things work. I just need a little bit more time with the bigger, more important version of that. Like I said, I'm very articulate. I'm very, I hate it when <laughs> this is <laughs> another little deviance. I hate it when older, uh, white, white people describe me as articulate because that just, you're kind of just saying, <laughs> you're kind of just saying that, uh, other young black men my age are, are not <laughs> like, you're very articulate. You're, you're good. You're a good speaker. <laughs> I know. I know what I am, sir. <laughs> Please. Oh my gosh. I'm excited. I, uh, what can I say? I hope, like I said, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I hope everybody else they see is just a, a garbage person and they're bad and they're late to the interview. <laughs> I do. I hope, I hope it so much. <laughs> I just want the job so bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, and I hope that, you know, what? I hope at the end of the day they go, you know what? We don't need to see anyone else. <laughs> Everybody stands up triumphantly. We don't need to see anyone else. Chad White's our guy. Then they all march out of the down to the front desk and they go, let's call them together. And they put me on speaker. And I'm like, hello. <laughs> They're like, Chad, you got the job. And then it's just me crying. It's, it's quiet for a second. And then they'll hear it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wonderful. That would make my day. So if anybody from WABE is listening, and I doubt you are, yeah, I doubt you made it this far into this episode. That is too long. You should go ahead and hire me. I was going to talk about something. It's like I said, I went to this wedding. It was great. I had a good time. Went out afterwards. I did not know it was going to be daylight saving time. Saving. That's from, that's a veep joke. Saving Gary Cole. Watch veep. You'll see. Uh, I didn't know it was going to be day, daylight saving time. And, uh, we were out. It was like two o'clock in the morning. No, it turned, it was three o'clock in the morning. And then it turned back to two. And I was like, what the heck happened? <laughs> and they're like daylight saving. I was like, oh my God, I got to stay on another hour. <laughs> and that we did. And I woke up at 6 AM. I went to sleep at like three 30 and I woke up at six and I could not go back to sleep. I started watching vine compilations <laughs> that I, my friend and I went to breakfast and then I left went right back to Atlanta. Oh my God. What a weekend that was. I had a good time. Listen, I really want this job <laughs> so I can stop walking. Oh, I know what I was going to talk about. Okay. So, uh, so I was really, I felt really good about this interview and I was so happy and I walked out and then, uh, obviously I had to work today, you know, to earn the menial amount of money I already, I, I can earn. Uh, and so I had a dog walk. And so I, I went, I'd not, I had, I had four dog walks today, which is, th- which means I made, uh, 
<laughs> we had, which is taxed. So I probably made $26, $28, something like that, uh, which is not enough money, guys. I had a can of beans last night for dinner. <laughs> I wish I was lying. Um, <laughs> this is not a joke. So I, so I went to this dog walks. And uh, one of them was set for later in the day, but I was already in the neighborhood and I was and I don't have a lot of gas. So I wasn't about to drive to Linux and then go go to this neighborhood that was, you know, 10 minutes away. I'm not wasting my gas. I'm not wasting my time. So I just knock out. I knock out the, the walks as fast as I can. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest. I do the walks. I hate the job so much. Eight dollars per walk. Anyway, so uh, so I do the walks. I, and this and this person has three dogs um, and one's old. And then two are these uh, jerks. One tried to bite me last week, which is not a joke. I start. I was petting it. And then I guess he thought we were playing. And then, uh, he lunged at me and he, and he, you know, he, he like sliced my arm and I was like, Hey man, chill out. I was about to say, his, I was about to say his name, but I can't legally, I'm not allowed to. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, and then I go to say goodbye to him and he, and he lunges from my hand and I go, Oh my God, I try to pet him again. Lunges from my hand. I go, you know what? That dog's trying to kill me now. Cause for now we're not playing. Now he was just growling and trying to bite me <laughs> anyway. He's a Burmese mountain dog too, giant dog. So, uh, if he, if he bit me, he would alligator roll me and I would probably die. So I, so I, I, I knock out, I, so I knock out the older dog first and then like I always do, uh, bring her back inside. And then I, and then I get the uh, bigger dogs, take the dogs out, do it. I do the walk, whatever, uh, finish up, lock them up. I lock the door. I leave the house. I send the text that said, Hey, I, I did your dogs. And then he goes, this guy had the audacity to text me. <laughs> To text me back, uh, was this for their 2.45 p.m. walk? And I was like, yeah, I was in the neighborhood. So I just decided to go ahead uh, and knock him out. And uh, he goes, they just had a walk at 11 a.m. And, and keep in mind, I did this walk at 1.30. Yeah, 1 o'clock, 1.30. They just had a walk at 11 a.m. This is why I scheduled their walks. I don't expect them to be walked two hours early. That's a problem. <laughs> and uh, And listen, I get it. I understand. I, t- I totally know where he's coming from. I just want to do these walks so I can get out of here and go back to applying to other jobs. <laughs> Completely honest. I said, I understand what you're getting at, and I'm sorry that you feel that way. However, with all due respect, I was just doing my job. I do apologize for walking them as early as I did not know your schedule. I make $8 a walk. I'm trying my best at everything I do. I was just in the neighborhood and thought it'd be a, night, a little proactive. <laughs> Feel free to call support and I'll contact them as well. I won't. Uh, they will decide what to do with your situation. Thank you. <laughs> and I just, and uh, he's not responded. Uh, I can, I, he's a little pissy. I understand. I know, like I said, I understand. I know where he's coming from. I just don't have it in me to uh, give a crap. <laughs> also, if you've seen this guy's house, he has the money. He has the money. He can, hand, he can handle uh, sending the dogs out into the backyard, you know, get a little doggy door. Uh, and he's, and they were doing the backyard too. Uh, and no one's working on it right now. So they could afford to, to get a little doggy door and send them out to the backyard every now and then, uh, which is what I would do if I had the money, you know, if I was a giant, rich person like this person, I would do that. Uh, and also your, his house already smells like pee. It smells like every time I go in there, it smells like straight urine and there's urine cleaner everywhere. There's bottles, urine cleaner bottles. I kid you not in every single room. It's not my fault that your dogs are like this. Train them. Maybe stay at home one day from work instead of getting two different dog walkers. 
two or three or whatever. I assume it's uh, three because you don't just do one or two. You do you do one or you do three. Anyway, uh, enough me being pissy and petty. <laughs> Uh, listen, anybody from WABE, I will not do that to you. I'm not that vengeful. <laughs> I know I talk smack about, <laughs> about other work, uh, things I've done. Uh, it's only because they were mean to me. So there you go. Listen, uh, if you like what you heard here, why don't you head on over to cpluscomedy.com where you can get this podcast, where this podcast lives, the other 34 episodes, uh, plus the constitutionals podcast which is a weekly audio diary, basically, of me talking about stuff. And then uh, you can also watch the video version of the Constitutionals podcast alongside Newstime, which is uh, uh, on <laughs> YouTube.com slash C plus comedy. Newstime is the premier show for C plus comedy.com. It's the longest running one and it's the best one I've, we got. Uh, Newstime is an entertainment news show. Very fun to do. I love doing it. It's like, uh, buh, 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 what we call it? Investigative journalism, <laughs> except it's not any of that. <laughs> this week's episode is about soundtracks, movie soundtracks. The uh, A Star is Born reached number one on the Billboard Top 200, and Bohemian Rhapsody came out this past weekend. And so I believe, I think that that soundtrack is going to kick some butt. Bill, I understand A Star is Born has a Lady Gaga on it, but. There's no shortage of uh, older white dudes who love Queen. So there you go. Uh, and then the, the episode is also about something else. I See, I've made this on Friday, so I don't really remember. Uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a two-pronged episode. Check it out. It's fun. I liked it. It's a good episode. It's better than last week's. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. I very much appreciate it. Oh, also check out my portfolio, chadcwhite.myportfolio.com. That's where you can see most of the things I've ever written for the news. I also have some scripts. If you want the scripts, email me, baby, cpluscomedy at gmail.com. Go ahead. All right. So uh, there you go. That's everything. Please, WABE, if anyone from the station is still listening for some ungodly reason, you got this. Hire me, baby. I don't mean that. I don't mean like that. I mean, just hire. Please hire me. Please. Please. You can tell I'm good at this. All right. I'm going to stop this show right now. See you tomorrow. Bye.